Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Yes, off and rolling on a Friday, February 9th. We are doing so. Myself and John Martin with executive producer Brad Carson in the building as well on the ones and twos. All appreciative that we're here. Uh, it's a beautiful day because the Memphis Tigers won. We can certainly say that. Uh, two straight games in a row. They did have to hold on after having a 23-point lead against Temple. As my partner put it, the flight got a little bumpy in the second half. I like John's analogies uh, here recently. They've been pretty spot on. And compared last night to a flight that hit a little turbulence there in the second half. Got close, you know, again against one of the worst teams in the AAC, and you thought, oh, Lord, here we go again. A uh, good thing is that Penny Hardaway and company pulled it out. We will discuss all of the details, certainly what we think. What's John's mood today after watching uh, last night? And I'll tell you what, last night also was a win for the Memphis Grizzlies because as I put it on the Jeff Calkins show, John, Nice little cherry on top. Gigi Jackson getting the contract after a 27.9 rebound performance. Who cares that it was lost? In fact, that's a beautiful thing as well. Against the Chicago Bulls, Gigi Jackson was fantastic, and he gets the standard contract, John, that you and I have been begging the Grizzlies to uh, to give him. Yeah, so what a night, huh? Kind of some while you were asleep stuff going on, right? For the Bishop G. Jackson's son, I yes. believe. That's his father's name, Bishop. Yeah, I saw some. Uh, Glory to God. I saw some tweets from, you know, people who are like draft nerds, you know. Yes. Who said if he had stayed in school, he would be a top five pick in the 2024 draft. So the idea that, you know, you're getting him at the number that you're getting him at, you know, is, I mean, honestly, it's it's exactly what you have to do. It, it to You know, you just hope that you have enough sort of young uh, and simultaneously prepared pieces who aren't making – old and prepared money and that you can kind of I don't want to say steal but steal you know a couple of years while they're paid probably under their actual market yes. value and hopefully it leads you to a championship bro he became the youngest player in NBA history to score 25 more points off the bench yeah the man he beat out was Kobe wow back in 97 wow this kid's got special written on him. Yeah. And the great thing is you don't even have to bump him up right to an eight mm-hmm. or seven man in the rotation next year. You can keep him right there in that 10-11 range. Let him, I like the way Harrington said, earn everything he gets next season. You see how special he can be. Dude looks special. Yep. Yep, he Ooh. does. He does. That's an exciting development Vince for too. I mean, Memphis Grizzlies. Almost had a triple-double last night. So, uh, anyway, yes, uh, some moves, uh, as always, for the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Tigers find a way to win. And it's unfortunate that it, we have to put it that way because they were doing, you know, what we hoped they would do, which was just destroying Temple. 
up 23 at one point in this game, led by as many, I believe, as 18 in the second half. You just kind of felt like Memphis could pick a number against this team. It it looked as bad as we said it was going to look in terms of Temple's offense. I mean, it was nothing and but I'll just— And like I told you, half their shots were threes. Yes, and I mean— they Fortunately, they, they did what they do. They missed— They miss a lot. Most of them. I think they finished with seven, maybe. Yeah. Out of, like, what, 34 attempts or something like that? I mean, something crazy. Uh, 7 of 27 for the game. And what does that come out to? Of uh, 25.9%, right, you know, under the 30 that they were going in the game. But 27 of their 60 shots were from three. I don't, I just, half their shots, just I, like we I, said. I, was I just be. don't understand. It's, we're lucky a few more of them didn't go in, like oh, I told you. There's no question. It feels like all of them have an AAC play. Yes, yes, there's that, that's, actually, that's absolutely right. But that team is dog crap, man. Oh, uh, they're not good. It's, I think it's by far the worst team ever. I'm, I'm going to tell you that the coach looks in over his head. He does. What, we talking, what was his name Adam again? Adam Fisher. Yes. Adam Fisher. At times. But I guess you got to give him credit, though, because of the, the halftime I tactics guess. he employed showing showing his team that Memphis had blown a 20-point lead against South Florida, and there they go. Like Pat Riley drowning himself or something. I mean, he's yeah. doing Extreme tactics. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Maybe maybe he's – I don't know. It looked a mess. There was no discipline out there from that Temple team in the first – they were just jacking, bro. Yeah, it was it – was, uh, so, so it was. It was you thought Memphis was going to run off. They did not. They did not. How? Why did the flight get bumpy, John? Why did the boat start shaking? I don't know. I just feel like it's just going to do that, man. It's just going to do that no matter what. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll get into that here on the show today. Anthony Sane is out of town. On some reconnaissance. Yes. Uh, and so, well, we will not have Anthony It's unfortunate. Today. We got him for an hour last week. Or yes, so. exactly right. No, but he's on, he's on a business But every, every, every one of our guests at some point does deserve a little a breather. Well, and a gift card that you have yes. not given them yet. I've got a couple of vendors that I'm working with. Okay, good. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some breakfast spots. All right. Uh, so we can see. We're going to try to get you on. Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking something big. You know what I mean? Yes. Something bad. Okay. You sound you sound like you might be good for it. Yeah. So uh, that's the when, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what kind of breakfast are we gonna have today? Mm-hmm. Riley, what kind of breakfast you want today? You want a big breakfast? Yeah. You want a bad breakfast? Yeah. You want a big bad breakfast? Yes. All day I long. I think everybody should want a big bad breakfast. Well done. Uh, so anyway, yes, Anthony Sainz off today. We'll get we'll resume. We'll pick up with him next week. Uh, now I will not be here for it. Obviously, like that's a done deal. Uh, you're gonna have to go alone. You're telling me. For sure, you will not be here. Yes, next because her she's getting it. Sam's getting induced oh. next Thursday. Come hell or oh, okay. high water. Next Thursday yeah. is the fifteenth. Yes, got so it. You will have so to. for sure on Friday. It's me and Brian. Rollins, My last Polo day Dolan. on this show at right. the latest will be Wednesday. Okay, and then I'll obviously be back. Um, you know, in short order. But um, yes, Thursday we'll, we're doing it. She's going to be induced at five thirty in the morning. All Thursday. right. If if again if we get there. DJ Common. We are in the uh, witching hour. We are inching towards what the witching hour. The, yeah, I've never understood that 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 phrase. Maybe it's like it's what Scott Hansen says it, when it's like Scott all Hansen eight games. Me. Okay. Or like no, no, all the I've games are coming under, into like just, the last uh, you know s- seven minutes or whatever. We it. have now entered the witching, witching hour. hour. You know. Okay. So, yeah. Hear it all the time. Just never. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, witches. No saying today. We'll hold it down for him. He'll be back next week. We'll tell you that at one twenty-five, we're going to be joined by. Field of 68 analyst, ESPN analyst, Peacock analyst, former Memphis and Georgia Tech coach, Josh Hayes. He was uh, he was on Field of 68 last night with uh, Goodman and Doster, and I will tell you, man, he is way better than I ever expected him to be in that role. I expected him to be just 
and I'm, I, mean, I would tell him this. Mm-hmm. And he actually does have decent opinions that he shares. Like he doesn't, he does not consciously not say how he feels. Cut his teeth here at ninety two nine. That's right. As a, as a, uh, and, and honestly, as a, as a two time host, two time host, and willing guest anytime anybody ever asked, even like a Saturday morning show. With no audience. Oh, uh, that was the yeah. He was on Bears Best yes, Bets. Yeah, I saw Bear the other day. By the way, he's still around. He's still kicking it. What's he, has, he doing? He had his girl with him. He was eating dinner at the. This is actually a nice dinner at Folks Folly. I saw. Oh, from I, Folks I, I, Folly. I, I, know, I, I know how the bear gets down. My guy gets down. The the the, the, <laughs> the bear, bro. That's where you cut your teeth it on is. Bears Best Bets. With, you put it in on with, Saturday with uh, with Bear and Dead Eye Dexter Reed. Yeah, oh, that's a name I know. Dead Eye. Yeah, man. I used to. I used to. One of the uh, best Tiger basketball players ever. And, the, <laughs> and and honestly, just a super nice, nice dude. dude. Man, yeah, nice guy. Very true cool. Memphis. He was so nice. Right. Great folks. Don't get enough love. Yeah. So with you. Uh, Josh is going to join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him okay. about his uh, budding media career uh, and uh, and Memphis basketball and uh, and more. So he will join us Sounds at one twenty-five. Like Look, we're going to talk about the Grizzlies. We're going to talk about the Tigers. You would think on the Friday, though, before the Super Bowl, right, before the, the culmination of the uh, NFL season. <laughs> the right? big game to you. Yeah. That's what I, you I, think, I think most people, uh, I assume, are excited. They're excited to see the game. They're excited to see Usher perform, which we'll get excited. to. Got some props that we'll uh, see if we can oh, come to a uh, consensus on okay. on that halftime show. Uh, I would just assume that most people are looking forward to Sunday. Most people Very might even so. entertain, you know, a wager. They might bet on Gronk to make a kick or not. They might bet on Pacheco to score off. a touchdown. They might bet on whatever the case may be. Certainly keep it responsible to you. Whatever is responsible to you, keep it within that framework. Right. You would assume most people are excited. However, one one of our listening members of our listening audience is not. Yeah, is I, not. Heard I heard and, this. And occasionally... Uh, actually, never. We never share these uh, messages. We need more of them, by the way. If you want to give feedback, we've got our 929 <laughs> account, our Facebook account, and we have a Twitter account all set up for our general audience. We yes. have thousands of listeners. We have one listener in particular who some people like write in their messages. Yeah, like they, you, they, they, you suck. We, we have one listener in particular who sends Emails occasionally, voice yes. memos. Right. He sends voice memos. And he sent in a voice memo. Was it yesterday? I believe it was. It was yesterday he sent a voice memo to, to express his thoughts on a variety of topics. This wasn't for the Valentine's contest? No, this was not okay. for the Valentine's contest. A variety of to- topics, including the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's have a listen. Hey, what's up, Jason and John? Listen, I don't care who watches the Super Bowl. No one is going, at least no one with half a brain, is going gonna, is gonna to bet on the Super Bowl while they're watching it. They're just not. And John Martin, that includes you. Now, granted, your Raiders and the Titans aren't in there, but that's because they can't play, that's because they can't play each other in the same conference, but it is what it is on that one. But, but John, I've got a personal question for you. What the hell? What the hell is going on in your mind, son? Because I saw on Facebook that you were putting the tigers down, saying that this that this that this season depends on Penny. Well, you we we need to detract that statement. And by the way, I got another question for you, though, uh, John. Seriously, do you see uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey getting married? Because I don't. Thanks, guys. 
Wow. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a call. What a voice limit. I want to take, let's just take sort of each of those st- statements separately. Well, there were statements and there were questions, right? Uh, the, the first statement is that no one with half a brain is going to bet on the Super Bowl. Uh, while they're watching. While they're watching. Right. Uh, I would I would venture to guess that 98 to 99.9% of people that do bet on the Super Bowl will be watching. Now, you may have some mm-hmm. super uh, either either like serious bettors or unserious bettors who won't watch it, right? Right. But I think most people bet on the game with the intention of watching that bet play out. Would you agree with that? Uh, fundamentally, I, I I will say yes. Okay, so I think that was an unfair charge by our uh, uh, the member of our listening audience that no one with half a brain is going to bet and watch. I think that is an unfair uh, charge, and we are going to uh, document that as false. That is a false assertion. Secondly, he is he he alleges that I was putting the Tigers down on Facebook. You were. Which I'm, I don't. I'm going to roll with. Him I here. don't even it, use to talk about the Tigers, but whatever. Uh, I was putting the Tigers down by saying that the penny, uh, that the that the season depends on penny, and that I need to retract. I believe he said I need to retract my statement. Yes, I will not be doing that today. I will not penny, be retracting my statement. Penny ain't scoring a point. He ain't getting a rebound. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you ever heard that before? Yeah, I have. I so have. I'm going to roll with Corey on this one. Yeah, well, you you've just doxed him. David Jones, pick it up. Yeah, I am not. Uh, I am not uh, retracting any statements All of right. any kind, uh, sir. And uh, what was true last week, earlier this week, is still true today. And then finally, the question. There were three things to unpack. Yes, uh, he wanted to know if we believed that it was the serious question. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will be married. Will get married. And uh, I would say I believe the answer to that is no. Which he said, too, I believe. So you do agree with him there. We we do have a little common ground there. We were actually having this discussion off the air yesterday. Mm -hmm. Some some opinions that might just be a little too controversial. I don't know. Too raw for air. It was good. I I heard some of it. John and I were were in the gutter yesterday. It was was good to you, Brad, but I really don't want to – I don't want to incense – the, the the Swifties because that's uh, uh, a good point. You know, yeah, I just I, don't. I follow you. That's I got, very I got, smart. I got too much going on in my personal life to have to deal with that. That's have smart. to swat that away. Mm-hmm. But I think good good job. Ultimately, ultimately, they're just not a great match. And so I, I love you determined that. I th- in my opinion, my yeah. opinion is yeah, sure. I think Taylor Swift is more like a uh, like she. What's Taylor Swift's match like a Jonas brother, right? Like that's that is it that makes more sense to me than Travis Kelsey, a Jonas brother, probably somebody nerdier than Travis. Like a, oh, that's what I'm getting at. Like just sort of like you know, Joe Jonas, uh, you know Tom Holland, the, the Spider Man, right? You know, basically just a dorky white dude. I is, agree is, with is, you. To me, feels yeah. like the better fit. I think I'm with you on uh, this. And, and, and Travis. We know Travis's history, her, her, his dating history. It's, yes. it's been well documented. Yes. It doesn't look like Taylor Swift. Uh, I'm sure back in the day there were plenty of uh, of. Uh, mm-hmm. I know what you're getting at. I'm sure he dated plenty of white girls before Taylor Swift, bro. I'm sure he did. Yes, he was dating a black one before him. But it's just like I, a, we have to keep it real. It's a big removal. It's, it's, fair. it's a big departure from it, what you was, have been. It was a departure from where he'd just been. So you know, again, do we think that ultimately leads to marriage? I think. And that's fine, by the way. You can date to not marry. You can have fun. You can, you know, if you want to get some more Pfizer commercials out of it, if you want to, you know, yeah. uh, 
uh, reach a new audience, which I don't think the audience that Taylor is reaching now is not is necessarily uh, open-hearted <laughs> about it. No, but no. but you know whatever. Like I, I'm sure there's something in it for the both of them, yeah. right? If, if even if they don't, you know, they might they might genuinely have feelings for each other, right? But even if they didn't. It, there's probably something to do. Whether they're a match or not, I think the scrutiny, public scrutiny, is going to be too much eventually. She lives in it. She thrives mm-hmm. in it. She can do... But I think Travis, that part of it, the paparazzi, all of it. Right. Like, when it's time to go play football, like, in the end, Travis Kelsey's yes. going to want to focus on that. Yes. Whereas... And look how much we've seen of her during football. Because that's... Like, she wants it all public. He's going to... There, there's. I just... I wonder, when have you seen sort of that kind of public pressure, that kind of attention, not apply, you know, that that pressure yeah. that's on the two of you to keep it public. We want to know everything. Eventually, you break under it. I mean, look, I mean, heck, I've seen somebody, look look at Kanye and Kim and how crazy that got. And so that that's my point. If it, even if they are a match, I just think eventually, and it's probably on the Kelsey side, you're going to want to go do your... Do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And you're giving so much up. So anyway, I do. Listen, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I hope the best for them. But I, I this is where I will go with you and, and with Corey. I don't think. I just oof. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know that this is going to work. Out. Hey, if it does, congratulations. Right, like it was almost yeah. born by you know the public and like what pressuring. we wanted. Yes. Public pressure. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. those just those just rarely last. But I, 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 I sort of wonder if, if if every relationship with Taylor Swift is like that. It just by default, right? Because like you hear the reports about oh she was seen with who and you know that's oh we need this to happen. You know I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But. uh Anyway, appreciate uh, most of the uh, of the fan mail we get. Appreciate Corey listening, bro. He ca- he clearly cares about you. You know that's like what was evident. I like Corey. He's good. You know, just good. the first two points you didn't agree with. Be Corey clearly cares about you, bro. Thanks for listening. Well, I, yeah, I think you know in the, yeah. in the in the end, it's it's you know what what drives the what drives the care, you know, which mm-hmm. to me doesn't matter. I don't really care why you care about me. Um, I do find that most. Is there any gratitude whatsoever? Yes. Uh, no, not really. Oh, wow. I mean, because oh, okay. in the end, where we're at. in the end, well, I mean, and I tell people this uh, all the time. This is like, why San Francisco is going to lose. I tell people this all the time when when it comes to ego. discussions on on social media specifically. You followed me, right? Mm-hmm. You you signed up to hear what I say. Yeah. yeah. I didn't sign up to hear what you say. Right. So but, if you don't if you don't come into the discussion with good faith. And in good faith mm-hmm. and, you know, humbly, like right. any discussion should be had, I, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, bro, you're blocked. Right. You're done. Right. I don't, I didn't no sign fun. up. I didn't sign up to read your opinions. <laughs> right. You signed yeah. up to read mine. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm too old for that, bro. My energy has to be expended elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, now I love interaction. Yeah. I love interaction with people who come in, you know, and I can, I can take whatever, but it's like, when I, you can tell when somebody enters with, you know, good faith and in good faith. I'm happy to argue about whatever the case may be if I have the time. But it's like, if you're not even willing to listen, if you enter with sort of, you know, and this, I think this is well, it sounds true. like, I mean, Corey listens to you all the time. Yeah, well, he should. Any every, any, and everybody should. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody in Memphis should be listening to this show. I hope they are, yes. You know, for whatever the reason may be, you know, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You could you tell them to take Tigers at uh at six and a half yesterday. Exactly. At that point. Exactly right. That thing that would have been right. That thing got steamed to oblivion. I mean, I've never seen something like that without injury. And even if t- like there, I even I I was actually talking to somebody I really respect from Right Angle about this. I said <clears throat> even if Temple had an injury, 
there's no player on that ass team that can move a move line that much. There's not mm-hmm. like who who would admit for like, those of our listeners just that weren't aware that line moved incredibly. Yes, from the time we talked yes. about the game. Yes, Tigers favored by six and a half. Yes, to tip time, and you said he, before tip time it even touched eleven. It touched eleven, six and a half when it, we talked yes. about it. So it moved four and a, up to four and a half points, closed at ten and a half. So it it, it moved four points with no news. Yeah, it was strange. No news on Memphis' I, I side. No news like on yeah. Temple side. It's it, it's very. And and people noticed, right? I mean, people who like do this stuff every single day. Mm-hmm. It's just not normal. Um, it's very abnormal. Some people even have theories, which I won't entertain. But yes, it's uh, it's definitely one of those games where whatever number you got, it mattered. Well, at one point, it looked like Memphis was going to cover all the numbers. It did. I was like, this is a, this is no sweat, as you said. Yes. Yeah, like this is going the way that you know you hoped it would go. I mean, Ken Palm had it as a you know I think nine to ten point win and. You're like, yeah, this is about right. I mean, Memphis is imposing its will. You know, Javon Quinterly's draining threes. David Jones is, yeah, he turned the ball over, but he's, you know, he's draining every other th- shot he has. Um, and and you even got some contributions from, you know, Jonathan Pierre. Big so time. it's, it's like threes. It's like, yeah, this is the way it should go. This should be a squash for Memphis. And then just a- as it kind of happens, sometimes it's like Memphis just unplugged a little bit in the second half and all of a sudden like some threes that didn't go in the first half or temple did go in the second half they were getting to the rim i want to say like they had a a lot of and ones it felt like they had a lot of and ones on the interior and you know tomlin fouled out i know he gave up one of them jordan uh gave up one of them i think um so that that really helped them and they just kind of bogged down on offense and that is going to happen in the course of a college basketball game but it's kind of crazy to have a twenty-three point lead and it get all the way down to three. Mm-hmm. That you know, that is the part that was like Memphis missed fourteen free throws in the second half as well. That's right, eleven to twenty-five, and it was Quinterly and Jones. Mm-hmm. That's what was really strange about it. Yeah, like y'all, y'all, y'all are Guys eighty are and only knocking them down. Y'all are eighty percent free throw shooters. You know, I think they missed fourteen. Yeah, it was fourteen in the second half. They missed. Yeah, Jones was five of eleven from the free throw line. Now he was awesome in that game and on both ends. I might say. Yes, he was. Six he steals. Key steals. Uh, two there down the stretch that helped seal it, as well as some some huge threes. But uh, yeah, he was. You know, normally a dependable, super dependable at the free throw line was five of eleven. So it was crazy to see that game that uh, at one point looked like the Tigers, like we said, going to cover all the numbers, all the movement, get down to three there late. Good thing is Penny Hardaway. Uh, and company are able to pull it out. John mentioned it. You know, Jonathan Pierre is a guy that certainly looks the part. We talked about this before we came on the show. Like, you you look at at how long he is up at the top of their defense, and, and you like a lot of what he does, and the fact that he knocked down three pointers, three of them yesterday were key for you. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, John, it, it's, it's, it's set right now where you saw Penny Hardaway start the five that finished Wichita State, right? The five that he said looked like a top-ten team in the country. Yep. You know Malco is six, Okay. After that, hey, Jalen Young not available last night, but you figure he's in the mix right there for seven. And whether to here, here's where it is for me. Whether it's Jonathan Pierre, whether it's Ashton Hardaway, or whether you know it's it's Jaden, there's there's room for one guy there. That's right. The rest of it, I, I think you got to at this point you got to cut off. And at least Penny Hardaway sounded like that's where he is. At the game, I know we we hear this a lot. We've talked about it so much beforehand, but you heard him and John John tweeted out what he told Wolo five to seven. He said he's got to cut it down to 
Not playing anybody else. By the time he got back to part, there was eight. He added one more. Yeah, they, and, and we just gave him that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where it is. And I and, think I and, honestly think the five to seven is like raw. It's after the game. You've blown a huge lead, and you're just pissed. You're pissed that your reserves came in and for the most part gave you nothing, right? Yes. And so you're and so you're just that's your first like person you see outside of your team, and you're like, Penny's probably like, I, if I can play four, if I can play four, I do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're close. Only eight guys played. 11 or more minutes yesterday. He, I should say he's close to perhaps following through on what he's been saying he's got to right. do. But you're starting to see. I mean, look, Jordan played 29 minutes. Tomlin played 27. Jones, 31. Walton, 23. Quinterly, 38. You know, Malco, 18. And then you had Pierre with the 15 and Jaden with 11. Again, Jalen Young feels like, to me, capable of sponging up 10-plus of those minutes. It's he's in, Malco's in to me. We've seen enough from Jalen Young defensively. And then again, it's that that eighth guy can be one of yep. Ashton hit big shots against Michigan. Yesterday was Jonathan Pierre. Maybe at some point it'll be Jaden. But that's if you have to go to it, that's your eighth. And from there, you know, you don't worry about the rest. Yep. Like that's the way to approach the rest of the season. It looked like that was sort of the approach last night. We'll see if you get more of it, you know, this this weekend against Tulane. Absolutely. Best thing is that you didn't lose a dang game. At one point, it looked like you could again. Yes. You know, so so saying anything is fixed coming out of that, I think you would be, you know, naive. Yeah. Right? I mean, we uh, now all of a sudden you feel, oh, yeah, they're, they're about to ride off 8-10. You can't say that. Yep. Because of the way that they allowed that team to come back. But I could feel good about David Jones's effort yesterday on the defensive end. I can feel good that for the most part you got a locked-in Quinterly all the way through the game. Like as long, you know. The, uh, what you got from your key guys, Nick Jordan, at one point, you get the, the stomach bug or the food poisoning, start not looking like yourself last night. He, he Back home, you know, in his former school, he started to look like that. I mean, that, that's what it's going to come down to mm-hmm. is, is what you're getting from your best players. Last night you're seeing effort from Jones on both ends, you know, a pretty consistent quinterly. That, that's what you're hoping can carry you through to a, you know, hopefully an at-large bit if it's got to be, but it's gonna, it's a tough road to hoe. Yeah, uh, right now up at Torvik, they are up to a 0.9% chance oh, to right. make the NCAA that's tournament as an at-large. You didn't gain much yesterday. You only right. You just didn't avoid lose. It. You yeah. avoided losing any more ground. That's right. So, I mean, look, for Memphis, I mean, it's just obviously very simple. Um the schedule gets real after Sunday. You're going to be a big favorite against Tulane at home, and you should take care of them because we know that Ron Hunter only beats you there, right? I mean, you can't lose Tulane at home. Well, I mean, you got swept by them last year. Is that true? They yes, lost, they lost you, here, you, too? You handled them in the AAC tournament, but you got swept by Ron Hunter last year. I don't remember year. the home loss. Cannot get swept back-to-back years um, by Tulane. He, nobody understands that. Well, if you win the next three, you're you're, you're going to be 20-6. and I mean, six. When, when Ron comes with that... Uh, Watch out now, there, y'all, man. You know stuff in the pre, man. Don't be, don't be falling for that. We owe Ron, man. Mm-hmm. He's a, them folks there. That's right. Um. Anyway, yes, yes, yes. Uh, must take care of business against Tulane. The hope is they will. Yes. So it would help you a, a, a great year. deal if you can win your next. Look, I mean, you could win your. You could conceivably win your next five. You could conceivably do that. It ain't going to be easy, okay? But it's going to be possible. Um. North Texas has had some guys out recently, um, and that's. Uh, you know, that's that's a first-year coach. I mean, it's doable. Uh, you're going to have to lock in. You're going to have to win at sort of probably their pace. But they can do that. Memphis can do that with David Jones and their ability to get to the free throw line. At SMU, you know, I mean, it's obviously these are tough games, but you're, they're non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable. you got to win some of these. you got to pretty, pretty much win every single one that's probably not at FAU. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it, to get an at-large. I don't think you're getting an at-large if – 
you split against FAU and split against North Texas and SMU. I don't believe that. Can, can I just say one more thing about about winning those games and what's got to happen? Sure. Yeah, just all the props in the world last night to David Jones and Quinterly because the the microscope over those two has been you know pretty heated in terms of the our breakdown of their play because we you know you I mean both of them have to play at a high level, but it you look at the rebounding situation last night and Jones has got ten of them and Quinterly is second on the team with five. So, so if I'm if I'm the big man coach over there, if I'm Penny Hardaway, mm-hmm. the the fact that Nick Jordan's got three, Tomlin's got five, and there's Dandridge sitting there with three, I am challenging my bigs who are more than capable of being better rebounders. Than, I mean, it, this is ridiculous. The fact that you're looking at your two leading scores to to lead you in rebound and Quinterly stick his nose in there, and you're getting so little right now from your bigs. And and remember, John, they've been torn up, too. They were torn up by the UAB big, the South Florida big prior, cut them up. Like, you – I mean, they have got to take it up to – and Malco, we've seen for stretches and for games, he's done that. Bro, you got to get more on the boards from those guys. You can't keep asking David Jones go out there, lead you in scoring, get you six steals yesterday, and he's got to lead you on the boards too, man. That's about want to. Yep, it is. And so, and again, it's going to be those guys. And the that's rest why he of the said way. what he said. You know, yeah, he, he's got, he, the guys I mean, who want it the that's, most. That's ridiculous that you look up and Jones and Quinterly are your two leading rebounders. Yep. When you got three capable bigs, so I mean, again, it's about the it's about those guys more than it is, frankly, whether Penny plays nine or ten. You know what you're getting from those guys, and you can get the you, you got to get more than that. Yep, yeah. absolutely right. Um, so anyway, killed um, on the glass. Memphis holds on; they hold on against Temple, and uh, that's hey, they've lost to bad teams. They didn't lose to one last night, you know. So that's progress, I would say, for these Tigers. Uh, and, and the schedule's about to get really real. These games are about to be uh, high high leverage, as they say. Uh, but a win is a win is a win. And if you got it in at six and a half, you're a happy person today. Should have had to get in early with John. I, I Pays look, to listen. Uh, exactly but right. But do it at the time, as you gave the PSA. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I, I guess I'll, in, in the event that you know you didn't see that, because I know that betting tweets on X get a little more suppressed. If I say I'm on something at a very specific number, that's the number I'm on. Don't because I got I got a couple DMs. I was like, well, I had seven and a half at eight. I didn't, I didn't say play six and a half. I didn't say that's what I had. So if you have a question about it, like what is this good to? Direct message me. Ask me. I'm happy to help you. But if 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 I say I'm on San Francisco at minus one, right? That does not mean go play San Francisco at minus two and a half. Very different. It's just a very different bet. Very different number. Same thing with Memphis last night. As you see, it shouldn't have mattered, but yeah, it did. because of that, that weird movement. But it did. Him, but it did. And my man, who, who, who brought it home for me? Quinterly? Was yeah, well, it, and those steals by yeah, Jones. But. Yeah, Quinterly hit the two free throws mm-hmm. to get it from five to seven, though. Right, right, right. And then David Jones had the steal to, to seal it. So, yes, uh, hero. Hero's there. Yeah, that was a little weird sweating it out with you there. But I told you, just calm down, little John. We're going to take you home. Yeah, I, uh, I was texting him. Like like that, like Malco. That's right. I don't I don't uh, I don't I don't enjoy sweats like that because it was no? like it was so. I thought you said that that's what's fun, right? Doing well, that, it with your friend. I thought either what you and Trista or have whatever. Well, I thought, it's not. I fun. thought it's fun when you're sweating it out with your buddy. It's not fun when it's not a sweat and then it becomes one. That's not fun. Oh, that made you angry. It was like well, was not, not like angry. Like that's not gonna listen, change I was my listen, life. I was listening to Craig Carden yesterday. You hear him with Gabe. Yeah, but he he yep. also played blackjack. He also had a blackjack addiction. Well, yeah, he could not drive past a casino without right. stopping to play blackjack. I, I heard mean, that's that. that's a very different 
That's that's like a real thing. That's but he was real... he was also it wasn't just black he did both. Jack. He was also yeah. you know gambling. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. said too heavily. Yeah, he also but he also he was had like about a... the, the feelings. Yes. you know, and some of the the rage and everything else. Well, you gotta be careful, man. You gotta yeah, be like I don't my, my feelings aren't really intense like that. Like I don't. I, I don't have. I don't have any problems. He said the more. The this is what struck me. He said the more he gambled, the more his ego grew. Uh, I mean, I I think when you win, that's probably if you win, that's probably a byproduct of it. It can be. You start looking at it as I got this, and as he, I, and so whether it was betting or whether it was right. I'm the best blackjack player around here, I, you know, I, I, what I what I'm thinking is right. on another level than everybody beneath. You know what I'm saying? I think there is like a, you start a talking bias yourself that. into yes. that. That there is a bias to that. That you have the edge. You got the you know. But you got I, the swagger. I'm always you're humble different. enough to 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 know that that is just you're not yeah. that you know you can hit a few in a row and you and it can feel like that, right? Right. You're like That's man, it. I've I've cracked the code. Yes. But you know you haven't. You just know you have. You have to remember that you have not. Because variance, no variance will come no into will. play, right? Yes. All you can control. That seems important to remember that. Yes. In terms of doing it responsibly. All you can control is, and this is just the truth, and this is going to sound nerdy, but it's it's the best way to gauge your success level in doing this is, am I getting the best of it every time? It's like if I'm playing poker, am I getting my am I getting all in with the best hand? I can't control what comes after the the river or excuse me the the flop. You know, if I if I get sucked out on on the turn or the river, if I had the best hand going into it, but I lost, I had the best mathematical chance to win that hand. Unfortunately, the wrong cards came. Mm-hmm. But I would I would get that in as as a seventy five percent favorite every single time for the most money ever. Um, if you're doing that, you're fine. It's when you're not. It's when if you bet Temple plus six and a half last night, you know, you you that was a really bad bet. Because it closed ten and a half. I mean, yeah. that's awful bet. So, like, that's that's the part of it. But again, that, you know, that's sort of a separate thing. But Craig Carton, very interesting guest for sure. Uh, yeah, it was great interview. And just, I just posted yeah, it on our Twitter site. Yeah. Go back. And posted it on Facebook. Great Twitter, interview yeah. by Gabe. Yeah, it was good. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll get into uh, the Super Bowl. Some halftime props. Get some thoughts on that. Uh, see what we can do here on the show on a Friday. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. Last year at the Super Bowl, you know, uh, old Gronk went wide left on FanDuel's kick of destiny. Maybe you didn't know. Uh, but what you need to know is he's back for kick of destiny, too, after missing last year. This time you could play along. You can do so for free. All you got to do is choose if Gronk's going to make or miss. Simple enough. Get your free pick in. Right now, if you're right, you're going to take a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everybody can get in on the action again when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. going to happen before the game. Whether you're team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game. See Gronk's kick live. You want a share of $10 million. Again, in bonus bets, if you're right, new to FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. That's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Get signed up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem called Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the show. Jason and John. Hello. Zach Kleiman, a.k.a. King Kleiman, a.k.a. The greatest to ever do it, according to some of y'all on Twitter, uh, is given a press conference as we speak. Uh, and is there anything necessarily new that he is saying, Jason? No. Uh, but uh, he is still it's still newsworthy when he talks. Uh, and so I will just go over uh, a few of the oh, please do. things that I'm seeing. This is from uh, Parker Fleming uh, on Twitter. Zach Kleiman focused on positioning the team to compete at the highest level next year and beyond while continuing to play hard and put their best efforts in winning games this year. Points to the emergence of GG and Vince, leadership of Big Three, and Smart. Quote, there's more work to be done. It's all right. So that's... that's he po- <laughs> didn't point to Kennard. He did not point to Kennard. I don't think Kennard Interesting part of the, the Big Three. Point, well, Smart, though, but he brought in Smart. Well, yes, he did. He brought in some key... All the key guys. Maybe that means, maybe that's a little tip there. I'm probably not. Uh, We're talking about leadership, though. He was talking about leadership. So. Uh, into 92.9 Studios. Zach Kleiman wants to be flexible this offseason with draft and trade to capitalize on their core entering their primes. Yeah, we will, and you've, and you've added to your ability to be flexible, and you've added to your chest of assets. Yes. Uh, Zach Kleiman on the luxury tax and parameters of where they want to be. Yes. There's no budget to operate on, but there are basketball limitations at those thresholds. They want to assemble and manage a roster to continue competing at the highest level. So we are learning a lot. Uh, Zach Kleiman is excited about Gigi Jackson's growth over his tenure with the organization. They've thrown a lot at him. He's receptive and coachable. He wants to be great. He wants to be a team player. Added, these aren't flashes. He's stringing things together and impacting winning. So they like Gigi. Of course they did. If you were wondering, I mean, they did just give him a contract. Is there anything on how they felt about Stephen Adams? Uh, In terms of the things that could come out of this, and there were very, I agree with you, there was very little was going to come out of this we didn't know. Yeah. That, like, the, the, front, the front office's relationship and, yes. and decision to, to move on from Stephen certainly would provide some compelling context. Well, we're, we're, we're going to hope that that comes at some point. We're it's gonna, just not there yet. We're going to hope that there is. Somebody's some, going to ask about Stephen. Uh, that's, the only, that's the only thing. Yeah, no, for sure. We're going to get some insight. At some point, I just let, let me because I, I, I see where your head's at. Well, no, I, mean, I, I want to hit. The, I want to hit this before you know. I want to hit all, everything he said so that we can just. Capture oh, oh I didn't time. realize there was more. Oh, there's more. Bain and Smart attacking the rehabs. No timetable. 
Clark could make a cameo at the end of the season. All options on table. Real small. Uh, Zach Kleiman says they plan to bring in Yuta Wantanabe and Lamar Stevens. They wanted flexibility and more assets. They have more avenues with more second-round picks, their pick this year, and more. They do have a decision tree. They have planted a decision tree. That's and, a new phrase for me. And that, I it used it before. It's new for me. It's and that tree, tree is based on where the pick falls. Mm. Right? Right. Uh, who stands out, what trades they can make. So we're going to keep an eye on that decision tree. You know, a little earth song for you. What about sunshine? What about rain? Zach Kleiman says this year's pick is a unique asset for a team with this level of talent. Did did, did Was this? I believe the, Bobby Marks wrote the exact same thing. Yeah, I feel like we could have put this into chat GPT and gotten the same. Man, what, that, that's what Kleiman gives you all the time. It gives you the Duke. Uh, Zach Kleiman, the Duke talk. Zach Kleiman wants to be intentional with roster spots next year with experienced guys, no matter the cost, uh, as opposed to unintentional. I mean, I, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, as opposed to having just a lot of guys that don't do anything. Zach Kleiman on, 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 on message to Zaire Williams and Jake LaRavia. They view the rest of the season as games that are incredibly important for group and individual development. They positionally had so many wings. And their injuries were in point guards and bigs, which forced guys to play different roles. They can better surround them with guys, can put them in positions to be successful. No quite, uh, no, no answer here on Steven Adams yet. I do assume that he will be asked, Jason. Um, oh, he was asked about Luke Kennard's future. Luke is someone we value. He's proven to be a unique, impactful fit, especially in the playoff context. Uh, been a great fit. Wasn't someone they were looking to move. So that's Again, a- moving him off a team that's 28th in shooting, you know. You're going to need more shooting. You're trading away one of the best ones. Makes a lot of sense. You've run it back with him. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, if anything, uh, any, if any other branches uh, grow on the decision tree, I'll keep you posted. Uh, but that is what Zach Kleiman is uh, saying as we speak. This is my take. you got to give the king a little more respect. Because his focus, and I said this with Jeff, as focused as we've been recently, and I said we because it's not just you. But I'm talking to you on the misses. Bro, Vince and Gigi are big-time hits. Yes. Uh, last night we mentioned him, Gigi goes for 27-9, and nine, ends up getting the standard contract after, and that's all good. You, you also got 13, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists from Vince Williams Jr. That's two hits to go with Bain, mm-hmm. to go with B.C., and again, if you're, uh, I just boil it down. If you're talking about a top ten right now, next year, that's that includes Luke Kennard, uh, obviously your first BC, you know Vince, Santi, Gigi as a tenth guy. Man, that's pretty damn strong. And again, but but back to the point on this, that that goes back to well, if you've hit on all those guys, right? You're 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 back to where you're you're batting back over five hundred. Right. And so we've we've spent. So again, it's about. Uh, going after Roddy, going after LaRavia, going after Zaire was always about getting one guy, right? It, maybe if you got two, great. But it was about finding a wing who would contribute. You got it in Vince Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, out out of that, too, you you found one and another one in Gigi Jackson. So, right. I'm just saying, uh, the, the king is getting closer to putting that crown back on again. The guy that we were lauding for all those hits with BC and Bain early, Santi, we right. had included. 
these two, man, based on what, you know, we can add this now based on what we've seen on a night-to-night basis from Vince, mm-hmm. and, and we're starting to get a lot more from Gigi, man, those are hits, and those are those are top 10 guys next year. And that's all you got to have, man. The 11 through 15 ain't going to matter if, if you're a true contending team. And so, you know, other than regular season and getting through and health concerns and that, but my point is, like, the way they finished that off and Gigi, you know, sort of that game last night was sort of the – it was it, it was the way back, man. It was the way to where you can come out here today and say, "Look, man, we yeah we've missed on some guys, and we're in the process of getting them out of here." And Roddy's mm-hmm. one of them, but we feel great about the two we hit on. I mean, I think you can feel as as great at, uh, about those two as you did at one point about you know BC and, and Bain. I know there's a lot more for them to prove, and and those other guys have been through playoff situations. But yep, you know, again, for me, it boils down. Okay, what's that top ten going to be? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to include a Utah. Right or anything like you know in that. Now I will say in our defense yesterday, it's crazy we got about Roddy and you. We didn't know at the time they were bringing in the uh, uh, Metu or uh, yeah. the, the 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 guy they ended up waving waving so yeah. you could open the roster spot. Correct. That 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 at that time that trade did not seem to be doing right. Opened up the roster spot that then converted Gigi. Yes. Yeah, so so we didn't have it. it makes right. It, it makes, made more sense. Exactly. Right. I don't think we gone. We you know yeah yeah yeah. All that said, you know whether Utah's on it or not next year. He'll be 11 through 15. You're 1 through 10 strong, man. At least on paper, it's strong. You know, and so I agree with that. He he can you know today there's 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 far more question you know questions to be asked about man what you feel good about it feels like that now the misses we see they're in the process of having acknowledged they are you moved on from Roddy figure you can't with Zaire yeah figure you can't with Laravia nobody wanted them but you can see it man you yeah. can see a plan coming to form I agree and it that doesn't feels matter good it doesn't you know? I think the the net is yes the net is that you came out positive like, yes exactly. in a way. Hitting, you know, yep. finding these two in this mess. Yes, don't because get me wrong. Because here's the thing: if you don't get the mess, mm-hmm. you're not finding out about Vince in this way and Gigi in this way. If you mm-hmm. don't get all this, you know, convoluted. You know, it went from everything from suspension to the it's Stephen Adams right before the season, injuries to Bain and everybody else down the list. Like all of the, it took all of that really for us to feel this good about Vince and Gigi. Mm-hmm. And so, so you end up back to your point, net positive, man. Does the do you get? You get, then you add the draft pick, John. Does it make up for missing in the top ten with hitting on so many second rounders? I, I, th- I think it just offsets it, right? Like it just it turns it into a wash. Yes, I think I think it. it know, it's a putt, basically. It, it doesn't matter where. Right. The, the, well, like Flip Vince, Jeff has done this. It's a great point yeah, he's made. If you flip yeah. Vince in that draft exactly and put him right. high, you're happy with that. Yes, you understand. You I do understand that. And as long as you're hitting, most teams in the NBA are missing in the draft, right? That's, That's right. what typically happens. Look at all of the hits it appears through the draft. So, I mean, man, you know, dude really can come. It feels like today with his chest out. And especially after you get a performance like that last night from Gigi Jackson, Mm -hmm. you know, and he just seems to get better and better uh, with each game he goes out there. So, I don't know, man. It, It... in a way, as, as as much of a wash as we've said the season is, yes. it's kind of it's 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 exciting yeah. to look ahead and see that okay, in six months, very you know, very quickly, you could be, you know, right where you want to be. I, and I'm including in that hopefully with these new assets, John, a way to go out and get that center, you know, that you're going to put next to Jaron and really be a part of this because that's that's the part of the ten, right? And includes whoever that starting center is next to Jaron. He is not here yet. Yeah, absolutely right. So anyway. It's uh, you know we're we're all just kind of uh, you know biding our time until next season. Hoping everybody stays healthy at this point, right? Yep. Because you want yeah, Man, that's, that's all you can do. Yeah. So, um, but that's the latest from uh, from from climate. If he says anything on Stephen Adams, obviously we'll pass that along. Anyway, uh, we'll come back. Uh, the Super Bowl 
is this weekend. Big so time. We'll get into that, some halftime stuff. I've seen some um, some props that maybe we can uh, get into uh, on the show. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 